Highline Nation, what is going on? Episode 62 of the Highline. Trent Davis and Riley Embry back at you again. We got the Sonoma review, the whole race and the whole weekend down at uh, Northern California. We'll talk about it. Uh, goodbye, Fox, and good riddance. Uh, that was their last race of the season. So we'll kind of wrap Fox's broadcast uh, as a whole throughout the year. And uh, week off, which means the playoff picture is heating up. With only 10 races to go before the playoffs start in Darlington, we'll tell you how everything looks and how everybody is doing. That we will. We've also got our most fan favorite requested segment of the week. It's going to be our attaboy of the weekend. Of course, we've also got the opposite side of that. We've got that you can't do that segment of the week. Might be Trent in relation to his golf game. Uh, And last off we're going to give our drivers week off agenda meaning what the hell should these drivers be doing this week uh, to get back on track or to keep themselves on track uh going forward uh the rest of the regular season and into the playoffs so with that being said let us get it let us go let's get it We don't need no education. Please refrain. You can't do that. Let's fucking go. I've got another confession to make. I'm your fool. Everyone's got their chains to break Holding you Were you born to resist Or be abused Is someone getting the best The best The best The best of you Is someone getting the best The best The best The best of you are you gonna run to someone new? Is someone getting the best, the best, the best, the best of you? Woo! Somebody getting the best of you? Is someone getting the best of you? I think yes. uh, Martin uh, Truex Jr. was getting the best of the field this weekend. What do you think? I think he had the 30th best car. He did. If Chris Buescher would have been up there leading. <laughs> I think Chris Buescher was the only one that had a shot at him. Probably him or McDowell. <gasps> so my dog is yelling in the background. Who uh, let the dogs out? <laughs> you know what that song's about? Ugly bitches. Is it really? I swear to God. I think I heard that song for the first time on that, uh, that Shrek. That no, it was that, a Shrek, wasn't it? It was like a s- skiing movie or snow with dog snow dogs. I think Never heard of it. Something it was called something like. It. Anyways, welcome out of the Highline episode sixty two of the Highline. Uh, of, uh, Beard Motorsports cars number sixty two is yes. so, uh, Brendan gone. Brendan gone. Austin Hill. Austin Hill. Noah Gregson. Noah Gregson. 
That's it. That's Timmy Hill. Timothy Hill. He drove uh, that car? Uh, no, I have freaking idea. Next week's going to be an issue. 63? Yeah, I don't know if that number's ever been raised in NASCAR, <laughs> but uh, uh, next week's going to be an interesting uh, We're going to have to come up with some shit. Andy Lally. Never heard of him. <laughs> he drove 63, didn't he? <laughs> I don't know. He drove this weekend. He did. Ran like shit. Duh. Duh. It's Andy Lally. He's trash. Won the rookie of the year, though. Or was that was that Stephen Light? Stephen Light won the rookie of the year. I think Stephen Heavy won it. <laughs> or Stephen Dark. <laughs> uh, well, uh, this is a NASCAR podcast. It is, but we'll, we'll talk about other things for the first couple minutes. Uh, first off being... How big... Is the Nuggets winning the championship? Huge. Oh, yeah. Yes, the Nuggets are your NBA Finals champions. NBA Finals champions. That's how they read it in the NBA. That's what they say. Uh, of course. They yeah. Do. Um, but Big dumb. Yeah, it's... Uh, they won. So who, and it, it, Almost it, like I called that like six weeks ago <laughs> when the playoffs started. When y'all were fucking beating the Lakers? When we were beating the Timberwolves. Timberwolves? Those guys. I think we could beat the Timberwolves. Who's we? Me, you, and the and the and the boys back home. Yeah, the boys around here. Boys around drinking here. that ice cold beer, spitting that little chew. Yeah. Something um. Like now, congratulations to your uh, Nuggets. I was cheering for the Heat. Shit happens. I'm, I'm not gonna. I didn't lose any sleep over it. I mean, it's fine. I don't. I mean, I'd probably. If if your team is playing, which you don't have an NBA team, but if your team's playing, I'll probably be rooting for the other team too. Yeah. That was that three years in a row or no two years two years in a row one of my teams have won a championship so last year of course it was the Avalanche this year the Nuggets but you were way happier last year I was because I care more about hockey than I do about basketball but it's still still good to see my guys win um, also uh, what you were saying about the three years uh, the teams owned by Stan Kroenke ah yeah same guy that owns the Avalanche and the same guy that owns the Los Angeles Rams so. He's won a championship in three of the five major sports in three consecutive years. There's Rams three years ago. Or, well, was it three years it's ago? It's three Super Bowls ago that Rams won it, right? Two Super Bowls ago. Because they won it in the 22. So they won it the same year that the Avs won the... Well, last year. Did they really? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because uh, uh, Kansas City won it. This okay, year. well then he's won three of the last two, two, <laughs> three championships in two years. That's that's uh, it's good for him. How is that possible? Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, it's good stuff. What else would did we do? Played some golf today. I whooped that ass. Surprise. Yeah, I got. I went. Uh, you, you. I still played like shit, but I just played less like shit than y'all did. Yeah, uh, I went to the gym earlier this morning, which is probably a mistake, because by fucking the back nine, I was, yeah, I was tired by the, I was fucking exhausted, and uh, I couldn't hit fucking straighter than a fucking curve on the road. Uh, so I sucked at golf today, like I did week and a half ago, but it's only my third time golfing, so I guess it's part of the struggle. 
Like Where I said, is I've been, anybody come out there and hit like damn Tiger Woods? I've been playing for like six years and I still suck. So yeah, it's a it's a sport that takes a lot of patience, some, and I don't think me, me that's me, the sport that yeah. I don't have any patience. Yeah, me or you are not strong in the patience no. uh, department. I will say this: you hit some good shots. I did. I hit some great shots. Yeah, last shot on uh, what well, wasn't eighteen? It was what nine? No, one? No. We started out at 10. Yeah, we played the back first. Yeah, on nine, the last hole, you hit a hell of a uh, second shot. Yeah. To get on the on the green, that was a good shot. Mm-hmm. Had a couple. But had a chance to make a damn bogey and fucking three-putted. <laughs> That's golf, man. <laughs> three-putted. That's golf for you. Best shot of the night or day, and I fucked it up. That's the, the shitty thing about golf is green. that you hit three good shots and you still come out of there with a triple bogey, but. Yeah, as you can't tell, we're I'm we're fucking kind of exhausted right yeah, now. Tired, not really even drunk. I mean, we've been drinking all day, but we're not really even drunk. Yeah, I wasn't even buzz on the way home. Done, done. I was just more exhausted. Yeah. Like I needed like water. I got back here and yeah. chugged a water bottle and stuff like that. But so. we're gonna get drunk during this podcast, so <laughs> we'll finally start to feel yeah. it. Um, we sweat it all out at the golf course today. We did well. Well, that how was your weekend? It wasn't. Uh, wasn't too bad. I worked all weekend, cleaned up, clean cut, and clean shave. Um, Lies. I do have a cover off 68 uh, <laughs> that I don't own. But uh worked all weekend. Um uh, training this new guy. Uh, so that's interesting. Um, watched some racing on. Well, I fell asleep watching the Xfinity race. So I think. That's easy to do. Yeah, I mean, I'd worked all day and stayed up all night watching basketball Friday night, right? We play Friday night. Yeah, so we, we watch mm-hmm. a game Friday night. Well, you kicked me out at the end of the or the end of the third, I think. Yeah, yeah it was Something the end like of the third. Went yeah. to sleep. We started coming back and I was like, do I need to come back over there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, went to sleep and then didn't get very much sleep. Then Saturday was tired all day and came home and was watching the Xfinity race and mm-hmm. fell out. Then watched the race uh, yesterday. Uh, so, or two days ago, excuse me, this is Tuesday. <laughs> they all run together. Yeah. They all do. So, but, uh, yeah, it's pretty much my weekend working, sleeping NASCAR. Well, as it usually is. Yeah. Uh, I was off this weekend. What did I do? Uh, watch racing. I, uh, watch dogs all week while my wife and her family went to the beach well, I had to work all week, but like I said, I had the weekend off, so that was that was fun, kinda. But uh, now I really just kind of uh, I did some housework. I'm a house bitch, I guess. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Uh, I didn't really do a whole lot, and like I went golfing today. Yesterday was Monday. What did we do Monday? Go over to our buddy's house and watch the the, the yeah. game. Then the Nuggets and heat. Watch you sh- fail to shotgun a filled half a beer on the damn floor at our buddy's house. Although you did do well with time wise, but you, you fucked you fucked it. Because I know if that was me, you would be oh my god, half the beers on the fucking floor. I would have said that, yes. Yeah, I know. So hey, goes both ways. Hello. Um okay. <laughs> yeah, balls. But now it was a pretty quiet weekend for me. And uh I'm looking forward to this week off as far as NASCAR goes, just to 
Although I work all weekend this weekend, so so it's a good it's a good weekend to, for NASCAR not to be racing because I'll be working. So uh, we'll just uh, we'll see how everything goes. But not a whole lot fucking happened with me. Just just fucking chilling. But uh, I did get something right the first time or no the second time that I've gotten the actual race winner correctly, and I think it's only the fourth time since this show has started that. We have called the exact race winner. I got Mark. I picked Martin Truex Jr. last week, and he went out, went out and proved me right. Won the race on Sunday. That was a two pointer, baby. So I uh, stretched my lead uh, from three points to five going into the week off. So it's an eleven six advantage for me now. You got some catching up to do, my boy. Two wins. I'll be right back in it. Yeah, but um, you've only done that. Two other times throughout the last fifty races. I'm playing a strategy. <laughs> playing a long game. Yep. I'm letting you get all the wins out early and I'm gonna uh, come back to where I'm playing Tony Stewart. Start twenty eleven. I'm gonna start heating up about now. So, That's all it takes, a couple wins. Yeah, um I was I was thinking about true X and picking him, but of course, you know, it You're is an what idiot. it is. Yeah, so um my guy didn't do poorly, you know, he's always fast. No, but there. if you pick a horse and he needs a he needs to get at least he, a point for yeah, you. He qualifies on the pole there every year. Then so he, then the one time he doesn't. Yeah. So it's <laughs> he fucked up qualifying. It is what it is. But I thought Larson would be better. Those Toyotas were trash there last year. That's why I stayed away from them. But that's why I thought about staying away from them. Uh, it he's what it is. Thought about Busher as well, but I thought, you know, this would be the one that he didn't. Uh, it wouldn't have mattered. Do well in. I know it wouldn't have, but um, it is what it is. But. It's kind of a boring race. Um, boring weekend of racing, really. Yeah, I mean, the Xfinity race wasn't good. I liked, I liked the no stage breaks. Yeah. Um, I liked the fact that the uh, the race played out naturally, but that when the natural cautions happened, it uh, it fucked the race over. Yeah, it made it, it they, they the natural cautions happened at tread. the worst yeah. time possible. So, yeah. um, but that's racing sometimes. So, um. It is what it is, especially when it's just difficult to pass. I mean, you know. Well, here, here's a, I got a question for you. So yes. the tire fall off, <laughs> the tire fall off was was pretty apparent. Like mm. you, you know, uh, tires did wear, but yet you still really hardly could pass. What? Why is that? Because everybody's tires fell off at the same rate. Um, and it was. I, I was about to say. I think it's just the the car. It was follow the leader. I mean, yeah. Um, Clean air is king. Um, you know, Denny was the fastest car on the track until he got mired back in, in traffic, and then he was 15th, you know. Uh, Truex was kind of quick, you know, but he wasn't catching Denny in that first stage. Um, and then he took the lead, and nobody else could catch him. Now, he was probably the best guy in traffic. He was probably the best car, but it... You know, it wouldn't have mattered. Whoever took the lead there at the end was probably going to win the race. Uh, so I thought it was um, on a decent amount of the same tire strategy. You know? Yeah. So I think it was more the car than anything. Uh, definitely wasn't the track and it wasn't uh, the drivers because you had Kyle Busch up there and um, some other guys that are really good on road courses that uh, had an opportunity to win at the end. And just uh, couldn't couldn't keep it close enough to old Truex at the end. Yeah, we uh I was I was thinking about that watching it on Sunday like 
you know, we've complained about tires not wearing and can't pass and stuff like that. Well, we, you know, we had tire fall off and had a decent amount of it. I mean, without I think about a course of 10 laps, you had a couple, like a second and a half, two seconds of, of fall off from uh, lap time. So that was good. But like you said, they all kind of fell off at the same time. And the, I think these, I think we sometimes underestimate how good these guard, these guys are at these road courses now. It's not like 15, 20 years ago where you had a couple of road course ringers like Ron Fellows, um, uh, Bor- uh, Boris said, come in here and run top five. You're, you don't get that no more. These guys are too good nowadays, and they don't make a whole lot of mistakes. And when they do, it's it costs them a lot because other guys don't make a whole lot of mistakes either. So I think it's kind of that too. Like these guys are super – super honed in on the road course road courses now and getting better at it uh i mean but bo wallace used to be terrible and he's still not great at it but he got the top 20 at sonoma on sunday and that's pretty damn good for his standards that's that takes a lot of effort and i'm sure he's practiced that a lot because there's so many road courses on the schedule now so i think it's just kind of a combination of everything the the cars are not great on road courses we've known that the coda race issue was really good actually um, just because the no stage breaks worked out and the cautions didn't fall at unopportune times for the race to get kind of stale and, oh, we can only do this now. We got to do this and it's not really going to work. That's what made Coda so good. And other than the last 10 laps where it got, you know, a wreck fest, which I'm glad it didn't get like that on uh, Sunday uh, at Sonoma because that would have just made this race even worse. But uh, I think it's just kind of the car just not. <sighs> It's just not a great car at road courses, uh, especially at Sonoma when it's so technical and um, these cars handle or these got these these cars break so well and uh, the steering's so smooth and etiquette. It's just like it's almost too easy. I feel like and I and that kind of reverts back to my point of saying these drivers are too good now, but it's kind of them and the car. I think it's kind of a mixture of both. These drivers are way better at road courses now than they ever been. And the car handles so much more like a sports car than it used to handle in a big bulky stock car back in the day when they were the stock cars back in the day were not meant to turn right. And that's what made it so difficult and so interesting back in the day. Um, so, you know, it's uh, it's unfortunate, but, um, you know, the best driver won at the end of the day. Uh, and that's always one of a, a positive thing you can look at. You don't want you didn't want to. Uh, uh, you don't want Ryan Blaney going up there and somehow winning the race when he ran 25th to 30th all day. You didn't want Kyle Busch, who I know won stage two, but he only did that because of strategy. He was never a top five car. Now, he's a, he did a good job hanging on to it, um, but he would never had a top five car. Or uh, Jory Logano, the same thing. He finished third. He had a top 15 car, maybe. Uh, the Fords were not good except for McDowell and Busher on Sunday. So, Glad the fastest guy for the most part won. I would have liked to see um, McDowell and Busher against Truex. I think those two were the only two that could maybe keep up with him for a long run. Because you saw Kyle on that last restart for about a couple laps. He got he closed in on Truex about a couple car lengths. Uh, he just couldn't maintain it. That car really fell off uh, those last about six, seven laps. So it was a... Chris is just... Uh... Not good enough on restarts. Yeah, yeah, and I said that on that restart. I was like, "This is not I was like." Yes, you needed that caution for for Chris, but I was like, "He's gonna get mauled." He's especially with guys on older tires like Chase, 
Ryan Blaney and Tyler Reddick, who none of them three were great all day. Chase is probably the best one. He was like a 10th place car. Um, Chris had to be aggressive right there, and he didn't. He could have turned or, you know, forced the issue on Kyle Busch. He could have. Yeah, but he didn't, and then he fell back, fell back a couple positions, and then he had to took his way all the way up to the last couple laps to, to get back to a uh, top five. So, end of the day, it was a, another very average NASCAR race. Uh, I'm glad there was no bullshit chaos at the end, but it was just kind of a eh race. I'll give it a, a five out of ten. Yeah, I agree. I think it's – I would say more I, – I would give it six. I think it's above average, uh, but not by a lot. Um, the racing was not terrible. It just was difficult to pass. Um, which it's supposed to be hard to pass. You know, you, you shouldn't be able to just leapfrog all day long, but uh, you'd think it, sh- it should be a little bit easier, especially for guys on new tires with uh, faster cars. Guys like Chris, you know, should be able to get around uh, the 22 and the 12 a little bit easier uh, than they were. But, um, you know, I'm not. I'm not complaining. I like the fact that there's no stage breaks. I think that made the race better. Um, you know, let the teams iron out their strategy on their own instead of you know it forcing them into a box. So um, that's what allowed Chase and Kyle and all those guys to you know play a little bit of strategy there at the end to uh, to get up through there. So yeah, like I said, six out of ten. Um, no one's going to remember this race in two three years and. Um, which that's the way most NASCAR races are. And, you know, nobody remembers most of them, but uh, they can't all be bangers. Um, so, uh, you know, get the, the off week coming up and we'll see what uh, Nashville's like when we go back race. Uh, yeah. Speaking of uh, the off week, uh, it was our last race for Fox uh, coverage of the season portion yeah. of the season. And, uh, you know, NBC will take over after this week off at Nashville. Uh, <gasps> the, uh, Rick Allen. Never heard of him. Dale Jr. Final nail in the car. Co- nail in the final coffin. <laughs> I said it right. Jeff Burton. Never heard of him. Steve Letart. Now here's a guy. <laughs> here's a guy. Isn't that Cal Petty? I have no idea. They should put they should put Rick Allen, Dale Jr., Jeff Burton, Steve Letart, Wally Dolan back in, Cal Petty, and Dale Jarrett all in the booth. Do it. Seven people in a booth. Can you imagine? I know who you are. Get Andy Petrie in that motherfucker. And Andy Petrie. Well, he works for RCR now. Yeah, well, fire him. <laughs> well, yeah, fire him. No. They uh, had three cars running the auto. That eight car, though, making that three car look really bad. Kind of like you did last year. Yep. But uh, Fox, um, I thought the coverage on Sunday was, was pretty bad. Jamie McMurray wasn't terrible. I thought he made a few little quirky... Ah, cringy moments here and there, but he was definitely not the worst. Uh, Mike, he, did, he didn't like you were about to bring up. Yeah, he definitely didn't say that the fucking eleven or the uh, nineteen car was the one that the Tony Stewart wrecked for the win in his final uh, win in four times. Yeah, four times. Like Mike Joy was was not great, and Martin Truex Jr. was the one that uh, it earth, it'd be five wins. Right? Yeah, no, it wasn't. But and then Clint Boyer, especially with the Denny Hamlin wreck. Right? Uh, I can't say it, Mike. What the? F- what are you talking about, Clint? Talk- when Denny Hamlin wrecked down the front stretch, fucking get it out. Clint was just all over his trip and all over his dick. Uh, something he's done a lot this year. 
Um, I've, I've, I've looked on social media and there is a lot of fans that agree with us. You know, Fox is not good, but I've seen a lot of other people that are not excited about NBC because they'd rather have Fox the whole year. Mm-mm. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't know what you're looking at because Mike Joy this year, if I had to rate, I'm it's not going to rate that. I'm not going to rate the guests. I'm just going to rate Mike Joy. He was probably a, a C plus this year. Yeah, he was not good. great. Clint Boyer's a D minus, maybe an F. He's and I'm the, being generous. He's the worst broadcaster that I can remember. He just He's bad. I, he's just bad. He doesn't give any cut. Yeah, there's a there's once every blue moon who give out a good a good a good context on something going on during he the race or the something same, funny. He says the same thing every week. Yeah, this yeah. guy's holding pretty wheel yeah. here. Uh, yeah, look out for that guy right there. He's yeah. one to watch. He's one to watch. Or he's uh I like it. I like it. I like it. Okay, Clint, we get it. You like that guy. You like that that car or yeah. whatever. It's like Clint says the same bullshit every week. He would be much better in a role like Dale Jarrett or Kyle Petty has yeah, for NBC. The damn sit at the table. Yeah, talk shit for a couple minutes. Yeah, NASCAR America, NASCAR Race Day. Put him right there with Chris Myers. Have him do the grid walk. I don't give a shit. Take Michael Waltrip out. Have him do the grid walk. Just take him out of the booth and the booth and. It's just, I'm glad they're done. Uh, I did not really enjoy the coverage at all this year. They're probably their best broadcast was was uh, the All Star Race. I I didn't think it was that bad. I thought they did a pretty damn good job. Um, the 500 was okay. A lot of fucking commercials, but everything else is just like, man. I rather I I really want to watch. I really wanted to watch every race on mute this year a lot of the times. But you can't do that with an NASCAR race. You just can't. But another thing that that upsets me with with the Fox broadcasts are the camera angles. Oh yeah, are awful. awful. They always like you're watching a battle, and yep. they'll switch to the front bumper cam of a guy running thirty fifth, who's like, like a second away from anybody like, else. Why the fuck? Why the fuck are we going away from Brad Keselowski and and I'm just throwing out names here. Brad Keselowski and Denny Hamlin battling for twelfth, you know, side by side. Going into the corner, and we swap away from them, and we we're watching fucking the front bumper of Bubba Wallace's car running 29th. Like, why, why, why are we doing that? And then, you know, Mike Joy will be like, "Yeah, fucking Kyle Bush passed the fucking nine car when he restarted in front of him." Yep. Like he yep. says shit like that all the time, all the fucking time. And it's just bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. Yeah, and, uh, I'm not, and we're not saying you have to get every aspect of everything. You just can't fuck it up that much. All the time. And if you don't know, don't say something like that. Just say, oh, here's an eight and a nine battling right here. That's all you got to say. That's all you got to say. You don't have to say, oh, that eight car's going to pass that nine. No, dumbass. He restarted two rows ahead of him. The nine's actually catching him. You know, it's just like or, stuff. Or he'll pass him 15 laps ago and he say, yep, that five car finally got past that seven car. And, and they've been <laughs> He done passed him 30 minutes ago. Yeah. Yep. That battle down there is finally cooled down. <laughs> Bitch, it's been done for 30 minutes. The seven done pitted and got new tires and is working his way back to him. Oh, it's just, just bad, man. And uh, Fox used to be my favorite back in the day with, with Mike and, and DW and, and Larry. And it's just just the production and everything's gone too downhill. We've talked about why. They just, they're not serious enough. They just – Clint's just made it worse. And Mike Joy in his advanced stage, he just – he can't carry a broadcast anymore. And yeah. uh, they, they need to do some serious switching up. With, what Harvick, they need, with Harvick there next year, do you think it'll make a big difference? I think it will be better because it'll be more consistent. Yeah. And, like, you're not switching broadcasters every week. 
what they need to do is they need to put fucking Larry Mack up there with Harvick and like fucking Adam Alexander. That's what they need to do. Yeah. And I've been a I've been a Adam Alexander fan for years. He and used to do it on TNT and he wasn't he wasn't terrible. And he's not great. I mean, he's not he's not Mike Joy in his heyday. He's not Alan Beswick. But he is I think he would be a, a better play by play guy at this moment than Mike Joy. Just because Mike is just he's 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 over the hill. He's unhit his peak. He's out of his prime in the broadcasting role anymore. He just is. So go ahead and take him out of there and put double A up there. At least you got somebody that can kind of keep up with everything going around in the racetrack. But that's that's just me. Yeah. I think having a having a crew chief, a driver, and a play by play guy is like the perfect combination now i don't know if because we talked about this before larry mack has said that he will go and do it he will do it fox just doesn't want him to do it they want him to sit back at the damn studio for whatever reason but if they don't want larry mack to do it they need to get a crew chief up there they need to get a driver up there and they need to get a play-by-play guy up there um if you want to go to a four-man booth like like nbc does that's fine you can keep clint there for your comedic relief but you got to have somebody like Larry Mack that's in the booth that can give. And I know they bring him in to do, uh, you know, bits and pieces. But him being at the track, standing up there with those guys, it's a little bit more uh, natural of, of a flow uh, to the conversation. I think Fox's biggest issue is, especially with the the swapping of that third guy every week, there's no flow. The guys are always stepping on each other. They're always talking over each other. And they're always saying some wild shit because they're just trying to say shit because they have to, because mm-hmm. they have to talk. They don't know. Who, they, they haven't worked each other. They haven't worked with each other for weeks other than well, Mike and Clint to know, oh, okay, you're going to say this during, he usually says something like this when this happens. He says this when this and that's happens. that's why I think there's no, usually there's no the, flow to it. the best broadcast this year have been with Tony. And it's because Tony was there the most, yeah. uh, the most amount of time in the, in the booth. So those guys kind of got that. Uh, rhythm with each other. Tony and, and Larry, because Larry was up there for a race, too. Yeah, Larry's I Larry, think. of course, because it's Larry. Yeah. Larry, you know, people talk about Mike and talk about DW, but Larry Larry Mack was a reason that the fucking Fox broadcast was the Fox broadcast in the early 2000s. It's going to be a, they're side by side. It's going to be a drag race. All the all that shit. Yeah. It's all Larry. Yeah. All of that is Larry. All the yeah. all the iconic calls back in the day. Yeah. You think of Larry, what he was saying. And you'd see a a, a crazy or aggressive pass back in the day. You'd see Larry, you hear Larry Mack, and look at that now car getting up there and passing him. Yeah. What a move. You you hear just his, intensity yeah, and you you hear the emotion. BBC guys talk about it all the time. The F1 race is the most boring race you'll watch every week, but it, it they make it sound interesting because they, they do. Because they're excited about what's going on. Yeah. You don't have Clint Boyer saying, wow, that's a good pass there. Or, yeah, that was good. Yeah, you know, I like that. He's holding a pretty wheel. Yeah. yeah. Let's see what the fucking front bumper of the 29 looks like. And, and Clint, don't get me wrong, Clint does get excited, but he just gets excited. In the wrong times. Excited for, yeah, wrong times and weird moments. You see the eight car fucking about spin out or something, and then 10 seconds later, be like, oh, man, look at that eight car. Look at him holding that pretty wheel. Yeah. You know, it's just like, come on, man. But yeah, I um and Larry used to do the uh before DW did the uh boogity boogity boogity, he would do the all right, pull them belts tight one more time. Yeah. 
And then DW go into his boogity boogity boogity. So, you know, Larry Larry in the booth would be great, but obviously with Harvick being there next year, I think it will help. But I don't think it'll fix everything as far as uh, Fox goes. Uh, next year's their last year, quote unquote, before the new contract comes out. Uh, I think they going back to ESPN. I think they will re up though. Uh, Fox is uh, you just look at Fox as a, as a company. NASCAR, uh, pretty pretty conservative fan base full of old people. I think they want to keep NASCAR in their in their grasp. If they grasp if grasp grasp grasp. What's that other word I can never say? President. <laughs> I, said I, was that gonna, time. I was gonna say some shit, but. <laughs> I can't say a whole lot, but um, I think they'll keep it. And uh, with Harvick there next year, we'll see. But um, I'm glad Fox is done for the Ooh. year, and uh, we can look forward to NBC, which with Dale Jr. and and Jeff Burton and Cedar oh! Park, Rick Allen. I'm not a fan of, but he's grown. He's grown on me the a little. Final bit. nail, the final coffin. God dang, you it's can't the nail say it right. The final coffin. I'm gonna nail your nuts together. It's hot. <laughs> Anyway, I anyway. push my fingers into my eyes. It's the only thing that slowly it. stops the ache. I have no idea what you're singing. And it's made of all. I'm not gonna take it. We're not gonna take it. What are we doing? <laughs> Psychosocial. I think the I think the 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 beer and and the golfing long neck ice cold beer never broke my heart <sighs> like diamond rings and football teams throwing this boy apart. apart. He ain't done that song yet. Yeah, well, that'd be a good one to we do one day when when Chris Busher leads four hundred ninety nine <laughs> of a five hundred lap race and lose it yep. <laughs> on the last lap. That'd be funny. <sighs> Anyways, the uh, the playoff picture playoffs playoff picture. So we only got 10 races left before the playoffs start down in Darlington on Labor Day weekend. I'm still trying to see if I'm going to that. Yeah. Uh, trying to figure out. Can we ain't going to a race yet this year? We usually go to at least one. I went to two last year. You did. Watch the worst Charlotte Roval race in history. That's why they need to go back to the Oval. Yeah, they do. But uh, there's some guys that are clearly, you know, locked in. You know, you got Byron, you got Larson, you got Kyle Busch, you got Martin Truex Jr., you got Denny Hamlin. You got Tyler Reddick, you got Joe Logano, you got Ricky Stenhouse Jr., you got Ryan Blaney, and you got I'm missing somebody else. Uh Say Christopher Bell. No, Christopher Bell. Damn, I forgot my champion. Ten 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 different winners, right? Um So the guys that haven't won yet, Ross Chastain. Uh, he is 173 points to the good. I think he's gonna need a win. I think he's gonna be all right. <laughs> and we gonna be all right. We got Kevin Harvick, who is 172 points to the good. He's gonna need a win. I think he's gonna be all right. You got Bradley Keselowski. I thought Chris Bush was ahead of him. He is, but I'm going oh. to this. The playoffs go in order. Playoff points. Oh, okay. So, um, Got Brad Keselowski, uh, who is 96 points to the good. He's going to need a win. He's going to be all right. <laughs> I don't know the way he's been running. You got Chris Busher, who's 102 points to the good. He's going to be all right. 
the last two is where you got your uh, controversy. Uh, you got Bubba Wallace, <laughs> and then you got Alex Bo Woman. Um, Didn't you love that broad car this week? Yeah, fuck that. It was fucking great. Thought about my you can't do that being on that. Yeah. Um, but this is not a political podcast. Well, let's so get I'm into that. Not going to mention that <laughs> bullshit. Uh, but he is only three points to the good, and he has negative five playoff points. So uh, Daniel Suarez only three out. Ty Gibbs eleven out. Michael McDowell fourteen. AJ Allmendinger thirty three. Sindrick thirty nine out. Lejoy is forty out. No, Lejoy he. Lejoy he. He 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 he. Have you seen that fucking TikTok of the guy where he's like, we invited the wrong Michael Jackson or uh, we we invited the wrong Michael to a basketball game and it, he passes it to a guy and he goes, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have. I've <laughs> and seen he shoots that. the ball and he goes, no. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty it's funny. funny as fuck. <laughs> uh, anyways. Hey, good. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> um, He's going to be all right, ain't he? Um, then you got Todd Gilliland is 52 points out. Ryan Priest, 62 points out. Mm. Eric Almarola, 71. Mm. Chase Elliott, 84. And <laughs> he gonna be high. Austin Dillon's 108 points out with a negative five-point playoffs. Uh, Harrison Burton's 112 out. Eric Jones, 141 out. Chase Briscoe, 148 out. He gonna need a prayer, answered prayer. Tyler Dillon, so 185 We're out. We're not even counting Tyler Dillon. Todd Dillon. That man is not going to be all right. <laughs> I'm, what you talking about? He's going to Chicago Street Course. I'm going to be honest with you. I think I could do a better job than Ty <laughs> Dillon. I think I can. I mean, it may, probably I mean, not. Pretty, I mean, there's no there's no evidence to say but you like, could But, like, why would they not just, like, put somebody... Like, like, I would go up to the fucking left rear tire changer and be like... Hey, hey you want to drive? Get, go get your helmet. You driving this yeah, week? We gonna need some different here. There ain't no way anybody could do any worse than that. If no. I was Spire Motorsports, I'd fucking fire his ass yesterday. Uh, but anyways, this is a playoff prediction video here, so uh, <laughs> not really, but it's a playoff outlook video. Playoffs. Uh, so I really, I really think most. I will say this, Brad Keselowski. I know he's how much ahead. 96. He's like, going to have to get it back on like track. like three races ahead. Ten races is a long time. And the way that six team has been going the past month, they need to get it back on track. Oh, if they have a bad race at Nashville, you need to start worrying about brackets. No, no, you don't. Because the last month has been wild-ass racetracks that we don't race at those type of racetracks very much. Hmm. When Chicago? Are we, when are we three gonna, weeks? When are we going to race at uh, another uh, worldwide technology? It's not going to happen. They got a second one over here in August. <laughs> Sonoma. We don't it's really go to a road course, course that's going to that's gonna wear tires like Sonoma does. You don't know. Well, I'm just saying you need to be And worried. he's not a road course racer to begin with. So that's I don't what really I'm saying, though. We he got, finished 16th. We got, like we got the Indy Road Course. Never heard of it. We got the Chicago Street Course. Never heard of it. And we got Watkins Glen. Who? He's three won that race before. Three out of the last ten races are road courses. And, and then. Charlotte Roval. And then I, I, I know I know what you're about to say here, but it is still a wild card with Atlanta and Daytona. I know he was good there. He's going to win them both. But shit can happen, and he can finish he, 30th. I think he's fine as long as he keeps running consistently in the top 15, 
and people don't start rattling off wins. You got to think. I think Chase Elliott's going to win. So, I th- but he's going to have to. He's going to have to. I Chase agree. Elliott will not point his way in. There's too many wild cards, like I just said with Brad. There's too many wild cards. The good news and is Chase will not have good luck every time. The good news for the guys in the top 16, or in the top 15 at least, there's only one guy that you're really scared about winning a race uh, that's not already in the playoffs, and that's Chase Elliott. Um, Austin Sendrick, maybe. A.J. Allmendinger could win a road course. He's good at the Indy road course. Michael McDowell could win a a road course or or a super speedway. Daniel Suarez... Maybe, but I mean, he's not been great this year, and Ross still hasn't. He hasn't won. shown winning speed. Yeah, Ross still hasn't won, and and Ross is way better than Daniel in my opinion. So I think the nine car is the only guy you have to be scared about. I think once that nine wins, it's gonna get because he's gonna win. Uh, but once he wins, I think other guys are gonna have to start worrying about it. I think, I think we get the I think the nine wins. I don't know if we'll get another new winner. What about Bowman? Other than. He hasn't really shown winning speed this year. Um, do, you, do you think he can point his way in? How much is he down? He's like three, isn't he? No, he's... Bowman is, I mean, up. He's oh, three he's up. up, three up. But the problem is the playoff points, but of course that doesn't matter until you until make the playoffs. The playoffs. Yeah. I think... What about Bubba? I think Bubba is... He's... I don't I, know. He's the one that I'm like, I don't know. It's, about. He's got the speed every one of, week. One of those two will will get it. I, I think we're only going to get one new winner out of the top or out of the bottom 17. Bubba's strong suit is one mile and a half in super speedway. We don't we, have a ton of that left. We have Atlanta and Daytona. Do we and have a two, mile and a half left for the playoffs? I don't think we do. We got... Um, we got three road courses, Kansas which is not playoffs, which is not into his favor. But he's got speed enough. We got Pocono. We got three road courses. We got Atlanta and Daytona, Michigan, Michigan, and then New Hampshire. He was quick at Michigan last year. That's it, right? That's ten. Yeah. So New Hampshire, Pocono. Yeah. The, the, the this does not line up good for Bubba, but he has the speed. Um, that car has a has the yeah. speed. He to can able, point his way in if people don't win. Yeah, I and I don't think Bubba will win unless and Bubba's not going to get at Chris Atlanta or, or Daytona. Bubba's not going to get to Chris, and he's not going to get to Brad. No, but if nobody wins, or if only Chase wins, Bubba will probably make the playoffs. Um, the issue for for Brad and. In the 17 or... I don't think Chris's need to be worried. Nothing to worry about with Chris. Unless something catastrophic If He's ran good enough If dudes start winning, though, like if fucking... If Bubba wins a race... Briscoe uh, wins. If Briscoe wins at fucking New Hampshire or Almirola wins at New Hampshire... That's about his only good shot. uh, When Chase wins and... Maybe Justin Haley or somebody or Michael McDowell like that wins at Daytona or or Corey LaJoy wins at fucking Atlanta... Which can happen. All this shit can happen. That's it won't. When, that's but. when you're going to be scared if you're the 6 or the 17. I think one of those RFK cars is locked in. It's, I think it's Chris. And I think both of them will make the playoffs, which I did predict at the beginning of the no, season. Didn't. I predict they both won. No, that's right. I predict they both won. You race. predicted the 17, I think, would yeah, make the playoffs. Well, uh, anyways. Um, you said they'd both win a race. Yeah, yeah. yeah, which one of them might win in the playoffs, but yeah. uh, neither of them have won. Both have them. Both of them have had opportunities to win. 
Um, so uh, I think, I think, and I, and I hate to be boring. I hate to be boring. I think the top 15 make the playoffs. And then the nine. <laughs> and I think the nine wins and knocks the 48 out. Well, we know that's not going to happen. That's well, not that's, how it's going to work. That's how I think. That's based on how cars have ran this year. I'll give you that. That's the most likely opportunity uh, for me. So now, we got 10 winners. How many do you see winning? How many by the winners playoffs? will we have by the end of the regular season? I think I think maybe 12. I think Ross will probably... 12 or 13. I think Ross might grab a win. Uh, maybe one of the RFK guys. Maybe maybe uh, maybe Kevin. Or maybe the nine. Uh, but I don't... I only see... Only see one guy that's not, you know, in that top sixteen winning a race in the next ten, and that's that's Chase. I have, I think, fourteen will win. There'll be fourteen different winners before the playoffs start. Chase will be one of them. Um, I this holds, I might win it holds no merit. Um, I know they have ran like dog shit, but when they do run good, they the usually run in the top five. Yeah. With this fucking Eric Jones furniture road car. Uh, Chase Briscoe is is the guy to kind of keep your eye on. I know the top 30 points don't mean nothing anymore. But he, when he won at Phoenix last year, he's been fast at a couple trails. He was fast at Martinsville, fast at Bristol Dirt. They've had a terrible like two months with the penalty and then just running like dog shit. But during the summer, I know this is not Who's in that car right now? But who used to drive that fourteen car? Tony Stewart. He would get hot over the summer. AJ Foyt. Yeah, Clint Boyer. I just think that team they've got to they they have to have a couple good runs and challenge for wins, or else they're all going to lose their fucking jobs at the end of the year. They've ran worse than almost as bad as Ty Dillon this year. The past like two months. So keep an eye on Chase Briscoe. I think he can win a race, especially at Indy Road Course at New Hampshire, um, at one of these tracks where you're not thinking of thinking that uh, he can possibly win at, uh, that 14 car is either really fast or really fucking slow. Um, so, and they've been really fucking slow, but I think they'll pick it up over the summer. Uh, I think I think Harvick will win. I, I, I think Chris can win. I just don't know if he actually will. I think he'll contend for a few more wins, especially at the road courses. I just don't know if he'll actually be able to close the deal out before the playoffs, but he'll he'll be fine. So I think we'll have two guys on points point their way in. It probably be the seventeen, um, and the and the one I the one in the seventeen, I guess. I know Ross has been close to winning this year, but if you notice the past like month, he has really struggled since that Darlington incident with uh with Kyle Larson. And we saw this last year. He kind of backed up, kind of wasn't quite as aggressive, and he ran. 15th, 10th to 15th. And that's where he's been running the past month. I think like I, I said this last year. I said, if you want Ross Chastain to do, to fulfill his full potential, he has to drive like a dickhead. He does not know how to kind of harness in. He, he only knows to go 125% every time. And when you harness that back, it's like, Hey, you need to just run like 98 95%, you know, here and there. Don't go, don't go for everything right there. It I don't think he's good at that. And we've seen that the past month. 
And if Ross don't get that going before the playoffs, I don't see him winning a race. He has not been good at the road courses this year. He was bad at Coda, and he was okay at Sonoma. I think he got. I think he finished tenth at Sonoma, but he was not fast all day. So I don't really have a confidence in him winning any of the road courses unless it's off strategy or something. The Super Speedways, he's too aggressive. I don't see him being able to win one of them. One of those races. I know he won at Talladega last year, but you know, shit happens. But the New Hampshire, Pocono. He, Pocono is the one that he might be able to win at. I don't see him win at New Hampshire. Um, and uh, where else? Michigan. Michigan. I don't really see him win at Michigan either. So I think Ross and Chris will point their way in. I think you could have Chase win. The other Chase could possibly win. And Harvick. So Brad doesn't make the playoffs. No, Brad does not make the playoffs. Not not right now. Just the way they've been tracking. Unless they pick it back up after this week They're off. Ninety six points to the good. Fourteen different winners is what I'm thinking is going to happen. So he'll just be the last man out. There's the first man out, I guess. Him and Bubba will be battling for that spot that means nothing because there'll be fourteen different winners. Because there'll be Ross and Chris will be the last two on point. Will be the only two make it on points. That's what I'm predicting. Um, I think the six car has to win. I think the 23 car has to win. I think the 48 has to win unless um, they get their act together. But um, and get like their teammates, like with the five and the 24, and even the nine. I mean, the, I mean, the nine needs to get their shit together with Chase. They need to show some race winning speed, uh, which Chase has not shown yet. This year, I know he has, he's ass. I know he's only racing like half the races, but this uh, and this again hurts Chase. I think this week off, he's fucking ran two races, took six weeks off. He ran five or six more races, took a week off from being suspended. Ran one more race, and he's taking another week off. Like he and this team cannot get a good rhythm this year, and I think that's going to affect Chase. Um, I don't think he's going to win until later on about five or six races ago in the playoffs. I don't see him winning this next month or so unless it's unless they just show speed one weekend they they put it all together. They won Nashville last year, so he could be strong there. We'll see. But um it's gonna be interesting to see how it how it all plays out. But how how you said, yeah, it's easy to say that's what's gonna happen. You're gonna have like it's pretty much how it's gonna be, you know, but that that's that's never, just based that's but that's just never based on how what it, has happened I, so far. I know. But it's and just never people. how it works. Brad has, I think Brad has more of an opportunity to win the race than the 17 does. Excuse me. I, I'll give you that. Brad just, is more consistently at the front. Now, now Chris is more consistently in the top 15. 15 yeah. That's why I think he'll make it. But on Brad point. is, I mean, he showed race winning speed at multiple races this year. Chris is not. Early, though. Early, two, three weeks ago. Where? Uh, the Chicago, the Coke, six, Chicago, <laughs> the Coca-Cola 600. He was running fifth before he got involved in a wreck. Yeah, I forgot about that. He was running, he was running, he was running great. He wasn't running. He wasn't contending. He was for fifth on speed. Win, he was fifth though. on speed. I know. But other than that race, when does he really contend? Atlanta. Fucking Daytona, in March. The Daytona 500. In February. Phoenix. Um, February. Martinsville is pretty quick. I don't think he was. Bristol Dirt. <laughs> no. Uh Coda. No. He was ta- he wrecked Jimmy Johnson. Lap one. Uh Las Vegas? Kansas. Again, early. Kansas? He's terrible. Kansas. He was terrible. Was Kansas, he? yeah. Yeah, that's right. So I'm saying he hasn't been other than the Coke's under, he has not Richmond? shown top. 
don't even remember. Ooh. I don't remember Rich. I don't remember either. He might have been fast. Anyways, that's his car's not showing me enough the past like month to. All right. Yeah, I mean, he was running fifth at the Coke. Oh Center yeah, what happened to him? Fucking two hundred laps. Where did he finish? Yeah, Chase Elliott happened to him. He wasn't even involved in the race. Yeah, bullshit. All y'all fucking Chase Elliott fans. Brad Keselowski turned Chase into him. Chase didn't do it. Chase didn't do it. I didn't say Did I say that? Okay then, shut the fuck up. Well, at least he wasn't flipping down a front stretch like Chris was last year. Anyways, oh my god, that's cold. Uh, yeah, it's about to be. What is next on the list? <sighs> how many how many ticks does a wizard have? 32. Got 48. Yep. No why? Why? He couldn't make that 49th one. I don't get it. I don't need <laughs> I'm just saying shit. What's a what's a wizard? <laughs> Favorite beverage? <coughs> Bushlight. That sounds like a like a jujitsu master. I mean, did I say wizard? Yeah, a fucking ninja. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Technical difficulties. We're we're coming down. We're breaking off. Oh my goodness. Anyways, what's why, next on? Why the- did the chicken cross the road to get across? <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> I told you this one. Um, <laughs> why can't orphans play baseball? They don't know where home is. Yeah, I've told you that one. Before. You hadn't told me that. I know that one. Ah, what do you call a man with a rubber toe? Don't know. Don't know. I don't know. Roberto. <laughs> Roberto. <laughs> yes. Oh, what do you shit. call a man with no arms and no legs hanging on the wall? Don't know. Art. <laughs> <laughs> God almighty. Tune in next week for yeah. our dad joke segment. Yes, please. All please right. What's it. next on the list? Uh, boy. Whoop. <laughs> Attaboy. Attaboy. You going first or me? Attaboy. You can go ahead. Hey, I know what uh, shampoo Paul Walker used. Head and shoulders. Found it in the glove compartment. Yeah. <laughs> Atta boy. Atta boy tree. Uh, my atta boy from Sonoma this weekend is going to go to none other than Martin Truex Jr. We use, I don't think we've really given it to a winner in a long time, uh, the cup winner. But Martin Truex, man, he did uh, everything he needed to do. Uh, had the best race car all, all race long. Didn't put a didn't put a tire wrong. Didn't put a turn wrong. He held, all day. Wheel. He held that pretty wheel all day long. He ran a great race. Uh, James Small had great strategy. Didn't fuck it up. They weren't yelling at each other on the radio as far as I'm concerned. And the 19 car was hooked up. Got me two points, which I always respect that. <laughs> and uh, I think Trucks is a serious championship contender. Thanks. Um, you know, last year was a very rough year for them. Didn't win a race. So, like, everything that could go wrong did go wrong for that 19 team. 
and uh, Truex, you know, thought about retiring and all that stuff. But he came back, and I think he's uh, he's uh, he's liking what he's seeing this year as far as uh, the way this car is racing and uh, how that team is executing. Uh, second win of the season for Truex. He's uh, he's gonna be he's gonna be strong in the playoffs if they just uh, they keep on bringing fast cars. I think Truex is one of the best when you bring him a, a great car. Usually Truex dominates races. When when Truex wins and dominates races, it's usually a terrible race just because he's him and that car is hooked up like none, like none other, none. Hashtag Coke six hundred twenty sixteen. Yeah, thanks Martin. But uh, attaboy, Mark Truex Jr. and that whole nineteen team. Um, fast car, fast driver, and uh, fast to the wine cellar at the end of the race, and fast for me for getting two points. So Mark Truex Jr. attaboy. Yeah, fuck that guy. Um. <laughs> I'm going to give mine to Michael McDowell. Uh, Attaboy is going to go to him. Uh, he had an opportunity to win this race. And uh, coming to that last pit stop, uh, what was it, like 12 to go? Something like that. They no, had, it was like uh, when 15? they pitted. Yeah. They like 18, 17. I think they restarted with like 15 to go. Okay. So uh, he came down on like top five, I think it was. And he and Chris Buster came in together and, you know, Martin and, and Kyle had a bit of a lead and there's, I think Joey was in between them and, uh, That's hot. Michael McDowell's pit crew let him down. I think they dropped the wheel nut on, uh, the right side, one of the, the right, right front or, or right, rear. right front. Uh, they dropped the nut and, you know, they had a slow pit stop. I think they came out like 12th, mm-hmm. uh, 13th and came in what third yeah, and and, Second, and third, the crew chief right. came over the radio like upset, like I'm sorry, man. This that you know we fucked it up, you know. And and Michael McDowell was the one to calm the crew chief down, which is not usually what happens. And uh, he ended up fighting back. 2012, I think he, Kurt Busch. Yeah, he ended up <laughs> he coming back and finishing seventh, which isn't um, isn't what he wanted. He he had a good enough car to get up there and contend for the lead, the lead and the win. Um, which, you know, circumstances out of his control, um, you know, led to, uh, to him having a more difficult day, but, you know, he could have, he could have given up and just ridden around in 15th and finished there, but, uh, he didn't, he was battling back, he was passing cars and, uh, you know, he kept a positive mind, uh, mindset and, and kept digging and, and ended up finishing seventh, which is still a great finish for that team. So, uh, with that being said, you know, it's a attaboy. Michael McDowell. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> honor of mention, uh, Eric Amarola and Xfinity race on Saturday, shocking everybody. Anyone in? Uh, and that Ryan Sieg, or it's RSS Racing. It's something Ryan Sieg Racing. Uh, first win for them. Uh, so that's cool. And Eric's not necessarily known as a road course ringer by any means, but he says no one's probably his favorite road course. Uh, you couldn't tell it on Sunday. You couldn't tell it on Sunday, but uh, on Saturday. In a underfunded car, usually runs around fifteenth, tenth to fifteenth on a good day for him to get a win and and uh, hold off Larson and and AJ and uh, a couple other Cup guys was uh, impressive for sure. So Eric Amarillo is a honorable mention for Attaboy. But uh, other in the spectrum, let's go with the you tank do that. <laughs> This week's segment of You Can't Do That 
do that this week. Ty Dillon, Cody Ware, Daniel Suarez, Carson Josevar, Denny Hamlin, Noah Gregson, Jesse Uji, Fred Davis. You can't do that. You can't do that. Turn it off. Who's <laughs> your? You can't do that. Well, I'm sorry to tell you, but there's only one two shoes, and it's Dennis Hamlin. Okay, good. You can take mine. Who is yours? All right, it's Denny Hamlin. Um, <sighs> Did he blame Chase Elliott for Listen, it? Right? He should have, because uh, Chase Elliott is the bane of everybody's existence, not yeah. just mine. <laughs> um, but I will say this. Uh, Dennis Hamlin was the fastest car for a long time. The first stage led every lap of the first stage. Uh, so, you know, he had an opportunity to go out there and win this race. I don't think that's true, but go uh, ahead. through no fault of his own, I'm pretty sure he did. He didn't on, they pit on that first before the no. stage one? Oh, they didn't. No. I okay, then so. never mind. Uh, I thought they pitted and like uh, a couple guys led for a lap or two or something. Pretty sure he led every lap of the first. Okay, stage. I could be wrong, but he qualified on the pole and he won the first stage. So that's all you need to know. But um, you know, he was up there. Through no fault of his own, just a, a wild caution for a tire, which, which by the way, was a caution. They have to. Uh, they have to. Well, I don't know. Can't even get to that yet. That has to be a caution. It sucks that it has to be a caution, but consistency. Here's the thing. They throw a caution for a tire on pit road every time. It has to be. A really? Do you not remember when Chris Busher was leading at what's his fuck and the tire was just sitting out in the grass? They waited for him to come down pit road and. And then they threw the caution right after it. Remember that shit? Two well, years ago? But I was I was saying then they should have thrown a caution. So if it if that's a caution, this is a caution. If this is a caution, that's a caution. That's but they I'm didn't saying. wait. They threw it pretty much immediately. But everybody had already pitted. Pretty much. <sighs> I know. I, it should have been a caution. That Chris Busher thing should have been a caution as well. I, I understand what you're saying. I just feel like. The tire never got onto the racetrack. Yeah, I know it's pit road. And like you said, most of the green flag stops were already done. So, so all you got to do is communicate with the crew chief to the pit crew member. Hey, is anybody coming down pit road? There's a wall right there. It's not like a car going to spin out and hit them like could have happened. At, I agree. All you got to do, hey, nobody's coming. Go get that tire real quick. It was only like 15 feet away from the box. I didn't think that needed to be a caution. But go ahead. I agree it doesn't need to be one, but for consistency's sake... When has Ascar been consistent? They're going to have the same problem later on. They're going to call it. It's fair. It's fair. (laughs) That's my point. If they're going to call some of the shit they call a caution, a caution, that's a caution. Okay? So, um... But anyways, I mean, I'm giving it to Denny. You know, he he found himself mired back in in the pack uh, based on some strategy and, you know, caution coming out when it came out. And he never really got to work his way back up there. I think he was running like 15th or whenever he No, he's running like 9th. Okay, he's in the, the bottom half of the top 10, front half of the top 15, and um, he's chasing somebody down that he was Byron. should have been way faster than. Byron. Byron. And uh, Got a just, good run off of 11. He just drove it into the inside wall. Um, that's some shit that I just did, you know, waiting on you to take a shower. When you was, I was playing some fucking Automobilista 2. <laughs> And I was running the damn GTE car at fucking uh, 
goddamn Indy Road course, and I fucking drove it into the fucking fence. Raleigh, you can't do that. I know, I know, I know. And I kept spinning the shit out too, but um, I was driving that Porsche GTE car, but um, that's got, get, they got garage fifty six on there. Yet? No, they don't, not yet. But um, that's some shit you just can't do. It ruined his day. Uh, broke a toe link, shot him into the fence. Uh, like shot it through the window, but it was in just a fence. And uh, Clint Boyer having last. a stroke, I, uh, uh, but he finished last. So uh, Denny Hamming can't do it. He can't do it. I'm glad you didn't take mine. Mine is from Saturday, <gasps> and it's going to uh, Kyle Larson. I was going to say him, but I fell asleep, so I don't know what happened. Um, he won both stages. Had the class, had the car to beat. Classiest car out in the field. Most fancy car. He was the cream of the crop. He was the cream he of the, to the crop. Top. He was just stroking through the field, just walking through it, walking in Memphis with that damn car. Because I'm walking in Hendrick Memphis. 17 car so fast every time they bring it out in the Xfinity Series, yet they still haven't won that damn thing. Uh, part of that's a lot of that part of it is Kyle Larson. But um, I forgot how he got behind uh, Eric and and. I think it, I forgot how, what happened, but he ran out of talent. Yeah, no, but he, I can't, shit, I wish I remembered why he was like second or third. I think it was a couple guys stayed out or something like that happened. I can't remember what happened or maybe the slow pits. I don't remember, but he was clearly the fastest car was catching Eric on roll with about five or six to go and was going to, well, he was going to pass Eric. I think he was, but uh, going into the middle of 11, he just fucking hits the damn tires and he knocks the wheel out of his hands. So he goes fucking left. And loses another spot to AJ, and he could he just never recovered from it when he had clearly the best car all day long. Um, just another driver error that we see. You know, Kyle Larson, who is one of the greatest drivers in the world right now, he tends to make a lot of mistakes like this. Peyton Manning mistakes through a lot of picks. Mistakes that rookies make not the best drivers in the world Peyton Manning threw a lot of picks yeah but he didn't throw them in crucial times when the game came well he did because he's not that good of a quarterback but. second best player of all time <laughs> but no Cal Larson man he behind he, Ryan Lee when, when he has the best car like this especially in the lower series when the competition isn't as strong as the cup series you have to win those races. Kyle Busch in his heyday would not lose that race he would not do what Kyle Larson did right there um Another great, uh, Brad Keselowski, Carl Edwards, when they were in Xfinity Series back in the day, when they had the best car, they usually won the damn race in the lower lower series. And Kyle Larson, he's he's not doing that enough, and he clearly had the best car on Saturday. Made a big driver error late in the race, trying to catch the leader. I know, hey, pushing it, you know, you're trying to get all you can, but... Uh, and he even said to himself, it's like, man, I, I, these, I made another mistake. I'm beating myself. I'm mad at myself. Like, Kyle Larson, you got to stop doing these things, man. I know it was a lower series race. It really didn't mean anything as far as your chances of winning another cup championship. Um, but, man, come on, man. You, you, gotta, you can't do that. Like, you had the best car, one of the best drivers in the world. You have to win that race, especially against Eric Amarola, who's okay, – I'm not trying to diss Eric Amarola. He is not a great road course racer. I don't think he ever – at least to me, he's never really shown that, especially in a 10th to 15th place car on most weeks in the Xfinity series that he was trying to pass, he's got to win that race, and he didn't. So, uh, Kyle Larson, you can't do that! We already did it. You can. Let's have a segment of that. You can do that. 
Anyways, um, so there's no race this weekend. Um, well, there, well, there, well, there is a race technically, but I think it's it's the truck series at Knoxville. Which, do you know what? Is it Saturday or Sunday? Probably Saturday. Saturday. Friday geese. Will you talk about what we're about to talk about with some drivers? We're about to talk about some talking. Um, <laughs> so, I'll talk the talk, and I'm going to walk the walk. Yeah, we're going to talk about some drivers, and we're going to talk about what they need to be doing, what they need to be focusing on in the off week. Um, you know, some playoff guys, some non-playoff guys, some guys that win, some guys that don't win, some guys at the back, some guys at the front. Uh, we're going to be talking about them and what they need to be doing to uh, either get better uh, going into the last uh, half of the season. Nope, I take that back. They're not racing there. <laughs> there is no NASCAR racing this weekend at all. I guess the trucks are just at Knoxville because that's where I or the why I racing is. <laughs> there's about to be a fight on this podcast. And there's a fight. <laughs> In the off week, Trent needs to deal with his anger issues. <laughs> right back at you, bud. That is on his agenda. Is that what He's still upset that I was beating his ass in 2K <laughs> a couple nights ago. It's still tied to, too. a fucking cat. Meow. Meow. Sound like a pussy. Saying. Uh, like anyways, a pussy. so talk about some guys for me. For Denny Hamlin. Go ahead. What's he doing this weekend? He needs to be working on his left-hand turns. Because mm. <laughs> like you said, you can't do that. Uh, he's had a few bad finishes the last couple of weeks. Some of us not on his doing, but... Uh, Thanks, Chase. Yeah. Love you, Chase. Gay. Chase is great. But uh, yeah, Denny, uh, he's, he's shown top five speed a lot of races this year, but he hadn't got the results for it. So consistency for that 11 team. And Denny... Uh, Mistakes uh, need to cut cut them out. Driver and pit crew. Their pit crew. This pit crew has not been good all year. Uh, just clean up some stuff. Be more consistent, and I think they'll be fine. Give me one. William Byron. William Byron. He needs to go and do everything he has done to, to this, this point, point forward. <laughs> he needs to treat this week like every other week he's had. He needs to get in the simulator. He needs to prepare like there's a race this weekend. He needs to do everything the same. And then on Sunday, he needs to hop in his simulator and he needs to run a 500-mile lap. Uh, a 500-mile lap? Good God. He needs to do 500 miles at some track somewhere. Uh, to Some uh, track. To keep it uh, consistent. He needs to just somewhere. keep... He just needs to keep doing what he's doing. That's it. He's... Uh, He's probably the championship favorite right now, the way he's been running. So he doesn't need to change a thing. Just keep doing what you're doing. Uh, William Byron. Mm-hmm. Give me one. Give you one. Uh, what about uh, Bubba Wallace? <laughs> I knew he was coming. Gay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, will, I will admit, um, other than a few childish acts by Bubba this year, he has done pretty well. Um, but again, uh, I think kind of what we do, uh, work on his anger issues. You know, if shit goes wrong, goes sideways, tend to, tend, uh, usually we see Bubba kind of have a spiral 
And hey, we do that shit too. I mean, no matter what we're doing, if it's racing, if it's golfing, if it's fucking basketball, if it's video game, whatever it is, uh, Bubba has a tendency for make things worse than kind of make just kind of ride the ship or make the ship float again instead of you know just crashing it down and burning uh so bubba just kind of enjoy your week off uh kind of get some woosah woosah bad boys too uh uh yeah! quotes and uh just relax man just just know hey 10 races to go you're in the playoffs right now you you've been this is the best position you've been at since you've been in the cup series to make the playoffs I know you haven't won a race. I'm sure you want to, like everybody else does. But mistakes will either keep you in the or the. If you limit mistakes, I think you can make the playoffs. But if you compound mistakes and make little things big things, you will miss the playoffs. So, Bo Wallace, relax. Take a take a take this week off. Don't think about racing and get back fresh in Nashville to go for these next ten. I think you'll make the playoffs. I, I hope my wife makes little things look like big things. Don't we all? <laughs> Give me one. The one. The one. Ross Chastain, my man's, needs to do. He's doing the opposite of what I just said. He needs to figure out how to win a race. That's what he needs to do. He needs to go back and watch uh, his two wins from last year and, and figure out what he did to win those races. Uh, I don't know if he needs to call some uh, drivers up and apologize so they'll let him through. Quit racing him so hard, or if he needs to start racing harder. He needs uh, to race harder, I think. Maybe race more like he was last year. Uh, but he needs to go to the drawing board. He needs to figure out. He needs to watch some film. He needs to figure out what he's doing different this year than he was doing last year. Because uh, he was in contention to win pretty much every race last year. Um, you know, he was one of the fastest. And he was at the early part of this year until yeah, the last yeah, month or so. Yeah, so he's, uh, he's, he's uh, not where anybody thought he was going to be this year. Um, still doing really well consistency wise, just, um, hasn't really shown that race winning speed consistently and definitely not at all in the past uh, month, which is strange because those Chevrolets have been faster than the Fords, uh, and right up there with the Toyotas as far as uh, pace goes. So you would think that, uh, Ross would be up there contending for more wins, but he just hasn't. So he needs to go to the drawing board, watch some film and figure out why that is we'll do a couple more for each. Uh, give me one. Give you one about, uh, Brad Keselowski. Brad Keselowski, he needs to do kind of similar to what you said. Go back and watch some races earlier in the year when they had speed other than the Cookies 100 and get back on their on their top 10 ways because uh, Brad has really struggled the past month. And uh, he was up there with Ross and Kevin uh, about a month or two ago as far as points goes, and now he's 80 points behind them. So, you know, he uh, his car, they've shown speed. They've shown winning speed at some tracks. But they just got to get back on track. Take this week, kind of regather. Okay, what did we do so well at the beginning of the year? And what has happened the last half of this first part of the year? Why are we struggling? What's happened? I know Gateway was kind of a fluke deal with the engine. Um, but still, I mean, bad finishes are bad finishes. And uh, you can't have them, especially when you get down um, deeper in the regular season, when you have more winners and you haven't won yet. There's less room for error as you as you go on throughout the season. So, I think Brad and that whole team uh, don't, especially when he gets in the race car. Don't think don't think owner mode. Think driver mode. Hey, killer instinct. Instinct. God dang, that's easy for you to say. <laughs> Nothing's easy for me to say. Um, 
if they do that, I think they will be okay. Brad, I trust Brad enough as a veteran driver to finish 12th with a 18th place car. Um, but you know, just you have to, you have to get to the end of these races. You have to execute on pit road, which their pit crew has been very good this year. So I'm not really worried about the pit crew. It's just them getting up there and staying up there. Um, you know, whether it's out of his hands or not this year, he's had a few, few things where it's just bad things have happened to that sits car. And if, if it didn't happen, he'd be in a lot better shape as far as points goes, but, uh, to sits car and Brad Kozlowski is kind of get focused in, figure out what you did so well at the beginning of the year and try to get back to that. We get back to Nashville. Facts. I agree. All right. Uh, Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott. That's who I thought you were going to go with. <laughs> My man's needs to call up William Byron and figure out how to win a race. That's all he needs to do. Um, you chase out Chase Elliott is, uh, he's good enough to win. Uh, we all know that. I, I don't consider him, you know, to be a top five talent, uh, but he's in a good enough car and he's a good enough driver to go out and win a championship, which he's done and, uh, go out and win a race at the very least, which is what he needs to do uh, in the next 10 races. Because uh, he doesn't make playoffs if he doesn't. And uh, everyone would be surprised, in, including Rick Hendrick, if that nine car doesn't uh, make the playoffs. That's a car that should be a lock. Um, and right now isn't uh, based on, you know, circumstances other than on track stuff. But um, he's just not right now. So he needs to uh, get on the horn with his teammates. Kyle Larson's won a couple of races. Um, Williams won a couple of races. Uh, you know, Alex Bowman's been out of the car, but you know, he's been, you know, average, uh, to above average all year. So, uh, Chase needs to just get on the horn and, and talk to, uh, his teammates that have won races and, and figure out what they're doing that he's not. Um, because even in the races that, um, he's been in this year, he hadn't really been contending for the win. Now he's had some top five, top 10 finishes. He's been consistent. He's been Second fast. Auto club really wasn't a factor. Finished yeah. third Darlington, but that was the wreck fest yeah, with him so, and Brad uh, and it's lucky. uh you know he hadn't really been up there with, you know hadn't been the car to beat which is um strange for that nine car you would expect that he would be more competitive especially on like road courses maybe at Dover did he run Dover no no he didn't but no uh, yeah he, yes he did that was his second race back okay so he finished like 12 but you know you would expect the nine car to run a little bit better, especially with Chase Elliott behind the wheels. So he needs to get on the horn with his teammates and figure out what he needs to do, what he uh, maybe some setup stuff that they can do differently in that nine car to uh, get them to the front. All right. Give me one more. One, more? one more for you, too. All right. I'll give you one. Uh, I'll give you Noah Gragson. What's Noah Gragson? Yikes. Uh, lay in the bed till that concussion <laughs> goes away. <laughs> um, uh, 2024. I mean, there's. Maybe this try to get maybe try to get revenge on Ross Chastain at some point during the summer. Try to punch him back. I don't know. Legacy um, as a whole. Give me legacy, legacy as, as a whole. whole. Eric Jones needs to win at least a race. <laughs> and that ain't gonna happen because I got him in the playoffs preseason. But now that team needs to just build some some momentum going into twenty twenty four because I really don't see them contending for anything as far as uh, before the playoffs or even in the playoffs. I mean, Eric Jones will probably be kind of good at Darlington because that's, that's one of his best tracks. And uh, it's a lot driver. Uh, a driver has a lot to do with if you're good at Darlington, just being just being good with the car and the brakes and the, and the thing. And Eric Jones is really good there. But other than that, there's not a whole lot of hope for legacy. Just trying to build momentum for next year because um, they have been one of the worst 
seasons I can remember for as far as a team that was kind of up, was kind of an upstart team from last year with Eric Jones looking good, winning the race, you know, running top five, top ten, contending for some for some uh, some wins earlier early in the year and kind of late in the year too. For them this year to be this bad, and especially Jimmy Johnson coming on board, new owner. Um, and he ain't ran more than I think 80 laps this year in three races. So Lexi needs to turn the book for 2024, just trying to build some momentum, try to find some things. Uh, Chevy's not gonna give them anything the rest of the year, and they're just kind of on their own, but they kind of work on stuff here and there, try to prepare them for, 20, for 2024 because it's it's gonna be a long rest of the year for Legacy. That's facts. All right, my last one for you will be Austin Dillon. Austin Dillon. He needs to find a different job. Uh, he needs to go out and start putting some applications. Because uh, if I owned that team, that motherfucker wouldn't be driving my car. Uh, no, nah, seriously, um, he's been bad this year. Um, he is getting outclassed, outworked, outran by that eight car every single eight week. Eight or we finished second. Every single week, the eight car is better than the three, which is the way it's been for the past two years with two different drivers in that car. To be fair, though, Austin Dillon was not terrible at Sonoma this past week. He finished like 18th. Did he? Yeah. He he ran 10th to 12th a lot of the day. That's all I'm going to say. He wasn't terrible. He wasn't too far off Kyle. He's like 30th in points. I understand, but he had a penalty. If, so without the penalty, he'd be like twenty eighth in points. If he and Kyle had switched, if their if their crew chiefs would have done the, the opposite strategy, if the three cars put out there, do you think he finishes second? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't think he finishes. I think he was just like top five though. He probably finishes like eighth. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just I was just saying. I don't. He didn't run that bad. This past I don't weekend. trust in Austin Dillon. To be a cons- any Austin Dillon, if your if your name is Austin Dillon in the world, you will not be trusted by Riley. You're Ember. correct. I don't trust in his ability to operate a motor vehicle, especially at a high speed, especially when it's sanctioned by NASCAR. Um, he uh, he's lucked into every win he's ever had. We've heard this. Um, before. He's never really went out there and just won a race based on his car and his driving. Um, he cooked 601, he fuel mileage. Uh, Daytona 500, he wrecked Eric Amarola down the backstretch. Um, which one of them? Texas. Missing? Texas was a fuel mileage race no. or a tire race. Hey, Him and Reddick stayed out yeah, together. Stayed they couldn't out, pass. And you can't pass at Texas. So, um, you know, you don't expect... In Daytona last year. In, in, in Daytona, half the field wrecks when it's raining. Cody finished sixth. Um, so... <laughs> I forget he won that race. I forget that race even existed because we were you stormed out of this house after Chris Busher and that big old wreck happened when they were running in turn one. Yeah, I do remember that too. But we were just uh, just back from the beach. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean Austin Dillon's gonna have to figure out how to just string some top fifteen runs together. Um, no one expects him to go out and win a race. Uh, that's never really been an expectation of Austin Dillon. Uh, we all know that Austin Dillon's in that car because of who owns the car. Um, if he was uh, anybody else, he wouldn't be in that car anymore. If he was Austin Smith. Yeah, if he's Austin Smith, um, we all know that uh, Austin Hill would be driving that car. or uh, Somebody else uh, definitely would be in that car right now, giving somebody else a chance. Because I'm not saying Austin Dillon's not good enough to be in NASCAR uh, because he's shown the ability to run up, you know, in the top 15, but he shouldn't be in that three car. 
And he's not good enough to drive that car. Uh, that car is good enough to win races, good enough to win a championship if you look at his teammate. And uh, he's not really even competitive for the top 20 uh, most weeks. So um, all that all, all that's to say he needs to uh, he needs to get his shit together. Um, he needs to, you know, get get on the horn with with his teammate. Like I said, William by or with Chase Elliott, he needs to get on the horn with his teammate and and figure out what uh, that eight teams doing that that the three teams not because um, RC loves his grandson. I'm sure he does, but he loves winning. And uh, if if they're going to continue to run in the back, I don't foresee Austin being in that car uh, forever. Um, I, I think eventually RC is going to know that the business decision that he needs to make is the one he needs to make, and he will. So I mean, he's got another grandson in the Cup Series. He ain't running for him. No. And I think they got alliance with Spire, with RCR, with Todd Dillon, yeah. what I'm talking about. But he never raced for RCR in the Cup Series, ever. Ever. Um, and I think... Well, if it is, it's been like a part-time thing. I, yeah, I think he ran that 33 a couple times. Was it Austin that ran that 33? Uh, but, uh, yeah, so Austin needs to... Uh, he's always been that kind of consistency guy that would luck into a win. Um, I don't foresee him lucking into a win this year, and I... And there's no consistency, so he needs to be Daytona Atlanta. Yeah, he's gonna have to. He's just gonna have to go home and you know fucking do some meditation or something. Uh, <laughs> meditation. Maybe quit quit worrying about a fucking reality TV show. And well, I don't think that is that. It's still not going, going on? on, but uh, he needs to figure something out because uh, I know he wouldn't be driving my car so if I had a choice. He, he does he keep the mustache? Is that the problem? His mustache? Hey, his mustache is nice. Nice, nice, great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, his uh, his driving's not though, so he needs to fix. He needs to quit worrying about his hairdo and his mustache and his fucking cowboy hat. He needs to worry about how he, he don't wear that cowboy hat at all anymore. How he turns that wheel left or right? Well, yeah, because he doesn't do that very well either. <laughs> Cars at North Wilkesboro. Let me go hop on that shit real quick. <laughs> Anyways, uh, hope y'all and you know, there's really no race preview this weekend. There's no race. Um, and when are you going to be gone again? I will not be here post Nashville. Post Nashville. No. Yeah, post Nashville. They race the twenty third. That when you won't be here. Maybe the next week I won't be here because I leave the weekend after the twenty third. Chicago Street Course. Yes, I will not be here. I Wait, fly when- back the day of the Street Course race. I don't know when I leave. I think I leave Friday. <laughs> Why are you holding your hands? I think up? I leave. I think I leave next Friday. Next Friday. Okay. So the twenty third, or well, sorry, which sorry, twenty fifth is Nashville Sunday, twenty fifth. So I leave the twenty third. So you won't be here for the Nashville review. That's correct. We okay. we might be able to figure out a way to call in. I don't. I don't know. It's gonna sound like shit with you on the phone the whole time. <laughs> We'll figure something out, maybe. Maybe, or I just might do it. I might pull a Stephen A. Smith show do review, and you just tell me what you think, and I'm like, Riley, I'll about call this. in like Tex. You ever seen that video where fucking Chat calls into the Stephen A. Smith show? Yeah. Well, you know, talk about talk, talk about the damn cowboys, cowboys. Who is this? This is Shaq. No, 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 it ain't. <laughs> That's funny. You can call into our our. Uh, 
A voice message? I'm going to leave a 30-minute voice message. <laughs> God almighty. You send me the rundown. I'll send yeah. a 30-minute message. I think this happened. I think <laughs> this happened. I'm like, okay, that's what Riley thought about it. But uh, next week, we can still do an episode. Uh, if you want, you want to do an episode next week? I know there's not going to be a lot to talk about. We might. might. We might do like a... Well, last year, we did what was, you know... We'll do like a mid-season history. Wars. You can do uh, okay because last year we did like what race mate were you most excited about? What, yeah, remember that? Yeah, we'll do the mid mid season rewards. Okay, yeah. we'll do that then. So it won't be probably as long as our normal shit, but uh, we'll have an episode for you next week. But uh, guys, uh, thank y'all for listening. If you made this far in the episode, Go you are the real MVP. <laughs> uh, follow us on uh, TikTok at the Highline Podcast at Instagram or at Instagram. Follow us on Instagram at the Highline Official and YouTube at the Highline. Send us a voice message if you want to. The link is down in our description at the bottom of, of each episode. I'm not telling you the link because it's fucking long. Just click on it. And if you want to send a voice message, you can. Uh, I haven't got one yet. <laughs> We're still waiting. I'll call on in that. next week. We're still waiting on that first one. But uh, uh, anyways, we'll. Uh, We'll catch you next week. Uh, no race this weekend, so y'all just enjoy your Father's Day weekend. Father's Day this weekend. You're a father. I'm not yet. I'm a father and a daddy. Hello. Hello. Go Tigers. Go Cox. Go Cox.